your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Locked On Avalanche Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, Chris Maselli. Joining me as always... I'm, I'm uh, mixing words together. Case of the Mondays already uh, is Mr. Shaggy Von Doom. Kyle Sullivan is with me as always. How's it going today, sir? Living the dream. And no viewings of a Christmas story for you this year. No, I did on Christmas Eve. Kind of broke yeah. tradition a little bit. I usually get at least one in. And I don't know if if I don't watch the E! channel hardly ever. <laughs> I don't know if uh, they always do this, but they did a 24-hour It's a Wonderful Life marathon. Oh, that's my least favorite. Come on. Oh, it makes Why? me so just, it makes me sad. Dude, that is that is one of, one of the best ever. Oh, it, just, it, make, it just makes me sad. So. Yeah, but, in a, in a, in a, like, but the ending is like everything comes together and it's, it's just, it, it's perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. It's wonderful. So it's a wonderful. Life. It's a wonderful movie. <laughs> uh, if we have time, maybe we'll talk about some Christmas movies at the end. But for today, a lot to get to because we're supposed to have a game today and we don't. And we also got some names that are still on that COVID list for the Avalanche. So we'll get to all of that stuff. And there's new protocols that the uh, not the Avs with the the league came out with that the Avs have to adhere to. <clears throat> Lots to get to. Before we do all that. Thank you for making this your first listen of the day. That is always appreciated. Follow the show on social media outlets, LOPN underscore Avalanche on Twitter, Lockdown Avalanche on Instagram. Questions, comments, concerns, opinions to LockdownAvalanche at gmail.com. And follow us on the show's YouTube channel over on YouTube. So uh, we were expecting to have the Avs first matchup with the Vegas Golden Knights tonight. We are not because uh, today was supposed to be the the league's return from this hybrid of Christmas pause and COVID pause, and they said they needed an extra day. I think right now that's that's all we've got, right? I mean, I think we're we're good to go on the twenty eighth at least. That's what I'm hearing, but I would. It's one of those wait with bated breath because you saw all night sunday night team yeah. players were continually being added so we'll have to see oh calgary's back so that's a plus what i have not like with the christmas weekend like i i don't i'm so like family oriented and i didn't really keep up on a lot of that stuff so what's going on with with calgary briefly they're they're all good yeah they're they're the <laughs> one of the first teams back they were the first ones shut down and now they're kind of re-engaged Wow. So, okay. I, All right. Um, I mean, I guess that's a good thing. The team who who it struck the worst is is yeah. back in business. Yeah. For the Avalanche, we know that the Avalanche had a lot of of players on this list because you know we all know how it went down. Right after mm-hmm. this game against the Predators, they got shut down and they have not played since then. We found out through the Avs uh, Twitter post yesterday that they still have five guys on this list. They had 11. Yeah. We don't know. And I think, well, I think we know who they were just through uh, through, through some like 
reporting and stuff like that, but we have a definite, you know, uh, names and when they should be returning. And there's five guys on this list. Curtis McDermott is good today. He should be coming back for their next game. Nazem Kadri, he is good on the 28th, which that is their next game, correct? No, no, no. Their next game is the 29th. Yep. So he will be he'll be ready to go um, for that game at least. Okay. All right. Um, Logan O'Connor. Mm. He is good on the thirtieth, December thirtieth. Miko Rantanen. He is good to come back on December thirty first. And if I if you had never seen this list and I told you who else would you think would be on this list and he's out the longest, what would you say? <laughs> it would be if you had to say somebody who's not going to be able to play, it would be. Frankie, of course. Pablo Francis, exactly. And he's coming back January 5th. So, I mean, you, you got to feel for that guy. Um, what, do you, what do you think? Like, what, what's your take on all that? I mean, m- most of these guys should be back. Let's see. When, so they're playing uh, the 29th, and then when's the second game? On, on Is that Friday? It's, uh, 30, I think it's the 30th. skip 30th. Or thirty first, it's a back. It'd be the thirty first because it, yeah. it's it's not a back to back, right? It's a home. It's a home and home. I th- I think there's a day separation in there. I think there is. I'm almost positive there is. I'm going to double check right now. Yep, Friday and Wednesday. Okay, but you'll have a majority of those names. Like when we're talking like Miko and Pavel Francouz, like those are two huge names that will not be there for that at least. Yeah, but. I mean, when Peter Ball was talking after that Nashville game that people are coming back and popping positive and like, this is, this is a big deal. You kind of anticipated this and then you see the names on the list. Like it it becomes a little bit more real and, but thankfully we'll get some of them back for hopefully this first game back, but it sure is going to hurt not having Miko there. Oh man. (laughs) It's just yeah. like, is this gonna? Is this it? Is this gonna be it for the the year? Are we gonna be doing this all year long? I don't know. Um, there were also some updates to the league's COVID protocols, and I want to get those up here. Am I coming through my right mic too? I think so. Yeah. All right. Just want to make sure you can hear that. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm sure everybody in the car is loving that that I'm <laughs> popping my microphone. Just want to make sure I'm coming through the right one. All right. Um. So what do we got for the the league? The league did come up with some new protocols. Uh, where all right, so Elliot Friedman has a good uh, just kind of basic overview of them. Goaltenders teams will be allowed to add an additional goalie when two regulars are not available. Uh, this is in place for the rest of the rest of the season. So okay, fine. That that that's a good thing. We've been begging for salary cap uh, exemptions. And I, I mean, I guess this is some form of it, but from here on in, teams in danger of dressing fewer than two goalies, six defensemen, or 12 forwards for a game will be able to make emergency recalls. The cap hit of any such player cannot exceed a million dollars. What's your take on, on that? Well, go ahead, and then I'll, I'll chime in here. We ask for something for the NHL, and they give us the most NHL, NHL thing they could give us, like... <laughs> We, we're doing this because we need help and we're not even fielding full teams. And they're like, oh, yeah, sure. Find somebody under a million. Well, and when I first heard it, I'm like, that's I mean, 
you know, why, why a million dollars? I mean, if you're losing someone that's, you know, four and a half, five million dollars and, and you're, you know, you're only allowed to replace him with someone making a million dollars. But when you think about it, like the, the, the AHL guys, there's nobody in the AHL that's going to be making, you know, four and a half, five million dollars. No. And if you look at the abs, uh, there, let me get to their cat friendly here. Um, almost all, all of them. All of the the non roster guys right now playing for the HL are making less than a million dollars, so they can go like and the guys that they've called up. So who are they going to you know? Kiefer Sherwood, they've had him up a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. He's making seven hundred fifty thousand. Jason Megna, they've had him up for the majority of the season, seven hundred fifty thousand. Uh, Justin Barron, nine twenty five. Like any any of the sample Ranta, nine twenty five. Shane Bowers, although he's never made it yet, nine twenty five. So. Any of those guys you want to call up are making less than that. I don't know if that's true across the league. I'm sure there's some guys down there for some teams that are making more than a million, but they're not going to be allowed to call them up. Yeah, and that's 750, I think, is the league minimum. So yeah. you have a very narrow window of play when it comes to your AHLers. And thankfully, something over the years that has happened with the AHL, it's not so much the like old man league that are just going for one more stint in the league. It's really, it's really youthful compared to how yeah. it was a decade ago. So maybe it'll be a little bit easier. But with this next rule, I don't know how much the emergency is going to help. Yeah, and I, I want to read the taxi squad thing, but we're we're probably going to get into that a, a little bit more because there's a lot of. I have one big question, and it's a very simple one. But first, I want to talk about Bilt Bar. <laughs> Bilt Bar. <laughs> yeah uh, just just wait please yeah. i mean if yeah. this isn't a reason for you to, to, to hang around and <laughs> wait for, for this pressing question that i have uh you'll, you'll 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 be on my side trust me all right built bar uh it is still the holiday season christmas is behind us but we have the new year right in front of us and everybody wants to get in shape and get healthy for the new year and why not do it with Built Bar, you can grab the protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar or even better than a candy bar, and that is Built Bar. Filled with so much goodness, it's rich with decadent flavors, covered in 100% chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat, yet high in protein. You get the best of both worlds, delicious and healthy, and you have so many flavors to choose from, and you can almost be guaranteed that they'll be coming out with some new ones uh, around the new year as well. So you can go to BuiltBar.com right now. Use the promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off of your next order. Once again, that promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off at BuiltBar or Built.com. All right. So one more caveat to these new uh, COVID protocols. And it is for taxi squads. They are allowing taxi squads... But here is, and I'm just going to read this from the Elliot Friedman. Uh, Kyle's finding the hilarity. <laughs> so here it is. Taxi squads. They are in place until the all-star break. For now, teams don't have to use them. Maximum of six players. And all right, strap in because here we go. No one can be on it for more than 20 days. There are some eligibility requirements. You can't be on it if you're on the NHL, on an NHL roster as of December 22nd, with the exception of emergency recall, 
are waiver exempt, were on the NHL roster for at least 75% of the regular season days or played in 16 of a team's last 20 games through December 22nd. Goalies who dressed but did not play is counted as as having been played. And the taxi squad can practice with the team. uh, They get compensated, whatever. Here's my question. Why is it that convoluted? Why do you have that many stipulations for something that clearly everybody needs? Why are you putting the caveat in there that if they want to use it, I want to know the team that doesn't use it. But why is it all? Why does it have to be this? This all these 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 exceptions like waiver exempt. We're on an NHL roster for at least 75% of the regular season or 16 of a team's last 20 games through. Why does that matter? I feel very strongly when I was reading the wording on this, I feel like this is the NHL's answer to the Tampa Bay lightning LTIR situation where they kind of took a situation and exploited it. They didn't want this to be something also you can exploit throughout the year because Initially, like this is going to be for the all up until the all star break for now. There's no way they're going to at the all star break say, Okay, we're done with taxi squads. This is probably going to be sticking with us throughout the regular season. Well, and I just I feel like the NHL is trying to cover themselves in this way, like making it just so ridiculous. Like the NHL, the players are asking for help and the teams are asking for help, and the NHL gives them this. Just they give them help, but it's so wordy and constricting. It's not really going to be helping, and you're going to be doing so much micromanaging just to field a team. It's it's ridiculous, and I feel like they're just trying not to be exploited, like the LTIR. What I'm I'm trying to think, like what what could you do? What could you do to exploit it? I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm I'm just trying to figure out, and there probably is a way. Um, but I I'm I'm trying to. Think in my head, how would you be able to? Well, when they say you can only be on it for twenty days, well, there you go. And that, I, that's one of them. And Tuka Rask still being unsigned, um, floating around and flirting with coming back to Boston. Mm-hmm. I feel like that could be like they can wiggle, finagle, get them on the team. And that could be something they can run with. Like there's still some free agents out there, like. What you can manipulate minors, like the minor league system, like there are still some ways you could play with this taxi squad and make it help. And especially like if you can really start playing with it and people start going down and you really make significant improvements, it's going to be one of those, another storyline the NHL doesn't want to have to deal with is, well, they really beefed up that taxi squad. That could beat half the league like they're trying to avoid those narratives i get limiting it to a certain number of guys i get Mm -hmm. that um i don't even even being on it for more than 20 days um I, i think that is they don't want a tampa situation just but but that wouldn't even it wouldn't even be a tampa situation if you're leaving a guy on on uh, you know, a, a taxi squad for more than 20 days and you're not using him, you're not using him. He's yeah. not helping the team. So why does it matter? Um, and the whole thing, like you can't be on it if you're on an NHL ras- roster as of December 22nd. Why not? Yeah. W- what does that have to do with anything? And that was a 
almost a week after our game with Nashville. And this was COVID was already wreaking havoc with so many teams and so many teams had to call up players. Um, There are players that are on NHL rosters that shouldn't be there or earlier than they should be there. I wonder if that has a qualification or is a sticking point because they are on the team helping out because they needed players to field the team. Like, does that get tricky with calling up these miners to help? Like, with uh, we had I think Sampo at one time, but then he mm-hmm. went back down. Like, and and that's where it gets into you know, we're on NHL roster for at least 75% of the regular season days or played in 16 of, of a team's last 20 games. So I don't even know if Sampa Ranta would, would, would he even be qualified for this because he hasn't, I don't think he's played in, in 16 of the, of the last 20 games. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he was on the roster for at least 70. Why, why do you have to be at least 75% of the regular season? I don't get any of that. Like, like where we're talking about AHL players here for the most part, um, and if if you if you're talking about guy and, and I'm thinking Avalanche world mm-hmm. anyway, yeah. I mean, like if if you're thinking, okay, what what is guys like you know uh, like 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 Tampa going through this again? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of uh, in, uh, if if this was in place last year, how would that have been different? I mean, couldn't can't Tampa just keep that guy on LTIR? It has nothing to do with the taxi squad. And like, and the thing that really makes this whole thing feel very um, fragile, like on the verge of crumbling, that all-star break deadline, there's right. no way that we reach there. So now you're going to have this 20-day mark that's going to mean nothing. There's no way you can have a taxi squad of players that haven't been on that taxi squad for 20 days going to the playoffs. Hmm. So like that's got to go away and all these little qualifications are going to have to be adjusted. I think they should just really repeal the wording of that and just, I mean, you can have a taxi squad of less than a million and then that should be fine. Yeah. You, you have this, this issue going on that caused you to, to shut down your season for a short amount of time. And now you're coming back with different, uh, you know, uh, all of all these different formats of the the COVID protocol, not formats, but all these new stipulations for the COVID protocol. But you're you're limiting it incredibly. I just, I just don't understand how you're you're kind of like talking about how how serious this is, but you know, but we're going also going to limit teams and in, in, in the moves that they can make and what they can do. And on one hand, you're just saying like, okay, you can carry three goalies, and three goalies is fine. Do that for the rest of the season, mm-hmm. but for the next month and a week because i think the the uh all-star weekend is like the first weekend in february pretty sure it is Mm. um you know for the next you 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 are very limited on what you can do Mm -hmm. i just don't like how you're you're telling everybody we have to it's so serious we have to shut down but now when we start back up you can't do this 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 and this and you and and you you can only take a guy that has is making less than a million dollars which okay that's fine i get it and and that really shouldn't be an issue for most teams, but the more they can't be on it for more than twenty games. The seventy five percent of the like all of those excess stuff, it just doesn't make sense to me. Because like I said, one hand you're telling me how how dire the situation is, and we have to stop, 
And then when we come back, uh, we'll make it a little bit easier for you, but but not too much. I don't know, man. I, I'm trying to like kind of make sense of this, and I get what you're saying. I agree with what you're saying, and like they don't want teams like running wild. I think there's just a different way to police that. Yeah, there's a good in between here, um, and there's a better way to police it. And with if anybody can navigate these rules, the GM of the year will be decided by the All Star break. <laughs> looks of things. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, and please, like, if I'm not, if I'm misunderstanding this somehow, please uh, send send me a, a message or, or or shoot me a, an email and explain it to me more. If 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 you if you kind of like feel like Kyle's saying like a team is going to take advantage, if you just give the teams free reign and say like, hey, we need a taxi squad, do whatever you guys want, they're probably right. There's probably some teams that are going to take advantage of that. There's, they're the, like the, they're going to be like the New England Patriots of the hockey world. And find the loopholes and and exploit them. Yeah. So, but I just feel like the NHL came down like like re, like really tightening the grip, saying like we'll allow you some latitude, but very little, yeah. not not a lot. So, explain to me where where explain explain it more to me than how I am perceiving it right now. Go ahead. I want everyone listening remember this moment. The next time we come up for the CBA, mm. let this let this sit in the back of your mind how the NHL is handling this right now because there's already some vocal voices from the player side on how things are being handled. And when this comes out, remember this. Yeah. Everybody wants to laugh at baseball right now, but I'm telling you right now, yeah. hold on to this. Yep. And the Olympics. Yep. And the Olympics. yep. I mean, I, I get it. I think the players are on par with that, but the players didn't get what they wanted. Understandably. So uh, I think they made the right move there. But are the players going to come back and say, we made concessions to get us to go to the Olympics mm-hmm. and we didn't get to go to the Olympics. So now what are you giving us for new turn? So, all right. Uh, let's hear from Bet Online. It's you. It has you covered for this holiday season and beyond. More prop bets, odds, and lines than ever before. Football makes its march to the postseason likely without the Denver Broncos uh, and the college bowl season is upon us for the pro or the, me, the college football playoffs and bowl season and bet online remains your number one spot for all the sports action for these post seasons. Get excited, uh, head, head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up. And when you do, you'll receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code locked on to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, the NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet Online has is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available. It's betonline.ag and it's where the game starts. All right. Um, you know what I just thought of? Somebody, when we were talking about the uh, Mount Rushmore, Mm-hmm. Somebody put up a, a comment in the comment section. Um, her name is Tanya, and she kind of laid into me a little bit. So I'll read I'll read what she said. She said, she said, Chris, I love listening to you, but your lack of interest in Miko drives me crazy. Uh, keep so- keep Sackick. He's the epitome of the Colorado Avalanche on a thousand different levels. Keep Forsberg. He's always been the heart in Colorado. Uh, why are you both so set on Wah? Yes, he was an excellent goalie, and yes, he was there to win both cups. Maybe I'm bitter, but how he left means something, and I have no desire to memorialize that. 
All right. Uh, for the third spot, I'd give it to Landy, and not because I'm a fan of his, because I'm not, but because clearly the man does some uh, behind-the-scenes magic for the team. As far as the fourth spot, all Miko gets from you is a passing acknowledgement. Uh, take Makar, McKinnon, and Rantanen and do some points per game stats comparisons and see how long it took Nate to get to one or more, uh, I think, one or more points per game on average, um, and how fast Makar and Miko did the same thing. Well, I'm voting for Miko. I'd almost equally accept Makar as well. Well, Chris, you got some explaining to do. <laughs> All right. I'm going to start by saying at the beginning of the year, I picked Miko to win the heart. So I thought that was going to be a major upset and nobody was really paying attention to him. And I thought he's, he was ready to take off. Yeah. I thought what he did at the, for, for last year was fantastic. And I thought he was going to carry that over into this year. And I thought he was primed to have a career year. And I even went on multiple podcasts in, in the locked on uh, network and said that and said, mm-hmm. I think Miko is going to win the heart. I think he will have North of 112 points on the season. I thought he was going to be a, a you know, he's going to become the household name and he's still I mean, he's still a, a great player uh, and he's doing that. I don't think he's going to reach, you know, the the high expectations I had for him. Um, but for this, for 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 like a Mount a Mount Rushmore, uh, I we didn't talk about him enough. I, I will. Yeah. I will grant her that. Um the thing with Wah, does I that like, change your mind? D- that does- honestly, Tanya, um, I I did see that comment. Um, mm-hmm. That really got me thinking, and it, he didn't really willingly choose Colorado. Um, he was traded here. Yes, he was here as long as he was, and then kind of retired when we were right on the cusp of that super team. That was the year of Paul Korea and Timu Solani coming over yeah. he didn't stick around for that and uh we had david abisher <laughs> um <laughs> but like i started thinking you know what maybe his spot wasn't the most solid on that mount rushmore wow and yeah uh, and especially I, you know, with how he left as a coach i know i like i i can't i can't back that up like th- that that that's kind of like unforgivable and I think, you know, you have to ask yourself, where does that does that override what he did as a player? For some people like Tanya, it does. For me, for me, it doesn't. It doesn't. Did he leave them like high and dry? Yes, I do. I like. I believe that he, he the timing was awful of it. Um, but, you know, is he the first coach to leave because he wants more of a say in, in, in the players that he's coaching? No, I, I can I can understand that. Again, the timing of it was horrific. Yeah. But, you know, he, he, and if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have Nathan McKinnon. That's true. But, uh, you know, I, I, I'm not as bitter on it because look where it's gotten us. Uh, at the time, sure. Like, you know, he left the high and dry. The first bed in our season was a catastrophe. Um, but I've moved on from it. I don't say if I've forgiven him, but I moved on from it because the team is is set up for a good good run for the foreseeable future. So I'm okay with it now, and I can say that now. Maybe maybe uh, the first Bednar year, if we had this conversation, he maybe would be removed because emotions are running high. And some people like her still are, are going to hold on to those emotions and, and not let that go and say, nope, like that you did this to my team, and I am going to to hold on to that forever. 
uh, until, unless maybe he comes back and has a you know a second stint with them, which I do not ever see happening. Uh, but I, I have to leave him there because he was just too good of a player. I have to. And I think Cody McLeod would keep him off that Mount Rushmore because I think Patrick Waugh gave Cody McLeod more of a career than any other coach he's had in his yeah. life. <laughs> yeah. Then they trade. Well, they traded him to who? The Rangers, I think. It was? Uh, he went to Nashville. I think that was Betnar's first year. I remember it wasn't Nashville, and I remember you're right because the first game. The f- I think it was the, the first game that he got traded. Mm-hmm. They played Nashville, and he got into a fight with uh, was Jerome Francois. Oh, was, oh, it was the Ginla. Was, I thought it was, it was Boschman. No, it was a Ginla. It was like, well, That's these right. guys That's clearly right. didn't like each other when they yeah. were playing together. <laughs> but um, it, but getting back to Miko, like I think he will be in that conversation when when his mm-hmm. career is all said and done. I I just don't think it will be. And I had Makar there because. And what I said, you know, last week was what he is doing at that defensive position is stuff we've never seen before. So I think because he's going to be a, a a trendsetter for that position, he's going to be he's going to be slotted in there. I um, think to Tanya's ahead. point, Miko right now as a he's at a crossroads for how his legacy is going to be um, looked back at. He's he could be a Peter Forsberg type pillar for yeah. this current Avalanche team. His mindset right now, he's comfortable taking that lesser role and letting everybody else shine around him. We haven't seen this year. Like last year, he had no problem um, taking that leadership role and scoring at will and being really just electric. This year, we haven't seen that as much. And if this is his new mindset and shifting, like he could go from Peter Forsberg type legacy to like a Stefan Yell or like an Adam Deadmarsh, like a complimentary player. If this is where he's going to go, it's complimentary. But he has all the talent in the world where he can be better than Nathan McKinnon most nights if he applies uh, himself. I think, I mean, over the course of his career, I would say he's more consistent than yeah. Nathan McKinnon. Yeah. I mean, Nathan McKinnon, you get you get these ups and downs. Like, most of the time, McKinnon is going to finish the, a season with more points than Miko if all things are equal, if they've, they've mm-hmm. played the same amount of games. Um, but Miko, he, he just plugs along like he's not that flashy guy like Nathan McKinnon is that is going to be flying up and down the ice but he he is he, you're not moving him he, yeah. he is a he's a mountain um and, but I do and I he's, he's that guy he's that guy who gets down in the corner and fishes that puck if you watch like when they're chasing down pucks Miko's yeah. that first one they're putting a body on somebody yeah. that's why he doesn't show up on the stat sheet let me ask you this do you think we take Miko for granted yes thousand percent yeah we're spoiled. I, th- I I do. I think yeah. I think we are. I think we are with him because he he's so good. He's so reliable. Um, but when you have guys like Nathan McKinnon, uh, even Gabe Landeskog, and mm-hmm. and you know uh, Makar, and and now like you have Byram, you have all those names that so much comes with those names. And for Miko, it's just it's solid consistency. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think is that enough to get him on you know when we're talking mount rushmore we are talking about the four best players in in team history mm-hmm. is he there i don't think so is he in the conversation definitely yes. uh i don't think he's far off uh but i don't i i'm not i can't put him there right now but that's why we said 15 years from now if he can keep on this consistent level for the next 10 years 
Um, and we'll see what happens with, with Nathan McKinnon, but we all expect him to continue to do what he's doing. I think it'd be hard pressed for him to supplant McKinnon or Makar. Uh, but at, you know, he is in the conversation. I will, I will grant you that. And I'm sorry. I didn't, we didn't talk about him more the other day, but he's my third right now. I think I would put him, I'd put Makar and then McKinnon and then, and then Miko. Yeah. And I'm, and who, you know, and if you want to remove why then Landis easily gets a spot in there because yeah. when you have a captain for that long, he's easily getting a spot. Yeah, I completely agree. And Miko's one of those that we're, we're so accustomed to and spoiled when it comes to Miko, you don't miss him till he's injured. You look back and you're looking forward to him when he comes back and then he just keeps doing what he's doing Yeah, and everybody just kind of takes him for granted again. He's the highest paid player on the team and nobody complains about it. And no. that should tell you a lot. Yep. Yep. No, I, I, I love the guy. Sorry. I, I didn't talk about him enough, but can he still win the heart? Uh, I think that ship has sailed for this year, but he's, he was my pick. He was my yeah. pick, but all right. So uh, for tomorrow, we'll kind of look at the games for this coming week. It's really three games between two teams. So we'll be discussing all that. And then if anything, else, if, if the league is on pause again, We'll be talking about that. Let, let's hope we get back to some games. I think we will. It doesn't really say as this recording that they're they're canceling anything for Tuesday, right? Nope, not yet. All right, good. So games will be back, let's hope. So that's going to be it for today, everybody. Thank you for tuning in and making it your first listen of the day. Always appreciated. Check out Locked On NHL for your second listen and get caught up on all this yeah. craziness going on across the league. All right. He's Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. I am Chris Maselli. This is the Lockdown Avalanche Podcast. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Go, Abs, go.